0: Every day we face hurdles in our life and problems that require new approaches or breakthrough innovations. In this podcast series, we're going to meet people that take audacious swings for the fence because they believe that changing the game is their personal responsibility. They believe it is up to them to be the solution. Hi, I'm Mark Forche. I'm the president and CEO of Delphinus, and welcome to this episode of the Be The Solution podcast. We're on the floor of the 108th RSNA in Chicago at McCormick Place. Uh, every Thanksgiving weekend, uh, radiologists from all over the world load up and come to Chicago uh, for the biggest meeting of the year in radiology. Uh, it's about 34,000 people here this year. And uh, this is the Delphinus exhibit. We're really pleased to be here this year. And I'm especially pleased to be here this year uh, with our guest, Joe Capello. Uh, Joe is the executive director of Are You Dense? And, uh, and Joe's story and his involvement in radiology is incredible. When I think about the Be the Solution podcast, the objective of this is to talk with people that are innovators that take audacious swings for the fence to accomplish great things facing great challenges. And I think this organization that Joe leads uh, and has led uh, along with his wife, Nancy, for many years uh, now leads by himself embodies exactly what this, this podcast is to focus on, and that's innovation and audacious swings against challenges. So Joe, uh, welcome. Well, uh, thank
1: you, Mark. I appreciate your invitation to come, and uh, it's a pleasure to finally meet you and your team. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been uh, quite a number of, of years that uh, my wife, Nancy, and I, since 2004, actually, when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, we became people who were advocates, and uh, never wanted to be an advocate for anything. However, we're thrown into it, this, and uh, we're we're making a difference in the world. Actually, yeah. So so.
0: Every year that uh, that I came to RSNA, starting in 2014, uh, while Nancy was with us, I always made time uh, to have dinner with her because I just thought she was an incredible leader and yes. someone accomplishing uh, tremendous things. Maybe because it's possible not everyone knows her story. Could you could you maybe tell the story of uh, of what drove Nancy to Sorry. create RU Dents?
1: Yes. Um well, you know, uh, Nancy was a, a smart person. She was beautiful. And I always say she was as expensive. <laughs> she was a character and, and brilliant. I want to say that. And, um, you know, she was a, a person that if you gave her a task, she'd go above and beyond. As you know, Mark, yeah. you've met her. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what we did when we found out that she had uh, breast cancer, Uh, We couldn't believe it actually, because uh, she had her screenings done and you know, your typical mammogram. And uh, of course the word dense breast tissue had never come up because no one even talked about it. And uh, so we asked the physician what, why could this happen? Not that she got breast cancer, but how come a late stage breast cancer? And that was really the key. You know, people get cancer and people get breast cancer, but if you're gonna get it, you wanna catch it at its earliest point. So there's treatment for that. And uh, so anyway, we we uh, decided to make a change. Uh, we we asked the physicians, she had about five of them now. Uh, we asked the physicians, uh, what can, we, what can we do about this? And they said, well, there's really nothing you can do. This is the standard protocol. And I said, you know something? You're not telling us about dense breast tissue. You're not telling us that 40% of the women have dense breast tissue in this country. And uh, w- we wanna make a difference and take this fact and go national. Basically, we wanted to start at home. Telling our families, telling our friends. And what happened was this became an, uh, 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 it just grew and developed. Are you dense is a, a name for what we did, but you know, my wife really worked hard and she worked diligently to make a change. So what we did was we took uh, a concept of what we would like to see. And we said that uh, you know, since this is the standard protocol, we're gonna change the standard protocol so that the standard protocol includes information for women with dense breasts, which it didn't at the time. And this is 18 years ago. It's a long time. <laughs> um, so we started out in the state of Connecticut. Uh, we went to the legislature. That was just my wife and I and we uh, knocked on their door and we had a public hearing and we explained to all of our friends at the uh, legislative hearing uh, what the deal was and why we need change why we need information uh, given to uh, patients and the interesting part was mark uh, that a number of the uh, legislators said could this be something my wife would be subject to And when it gets personal, it gets real. And I said, absolutely, your wife could have dense tissue, but you need to find out and you'll find out from your mammogram. And uh, anyway, we passed a law first in the nation. I'll skip ahead a little bit. First law in the nation. And this uh, law said that, uh, you know, if a woman has dense tissue, she's got to be told that she's got dense tissue. And what that means, there's also Uh, There's also new products coming out on the market, and these products are able uh, to discern between a tumor and not a tumor, uh, and also uh, it'll show what density looks like. Density is actually a a, a very common thing, uh, but mammograms are not that accurate with, with dense tissue. So an ultrasound machine was developed. Uh, there's a number of companies, but uh, we found that Delphinus has a, a machine like no other. And uh, it—I uh, was just looking at the machine in back of us here, and uh, there's nothing like it. It's so accurate. It—it—it uh, it, it, it surrounds the breast. The screening surrounds the breast. It goes right up to the to the chest wall. Uh, there's no pain, there's no typical discomfort uh, like in a mammogram. and uh, this is a huge project
0: yeah. huge. <laughs> so so I think um, what's what's to me is really incredible is uh, the story that you cite eighteen years. I think now your efforts uh, to create, laws I think we've got 38 state laws 38, right. 38 state laws uh,
1: federal law. And, and we didn't do it alone
0: oh I so I, now, I know I know that uh, y- you guys have been like uh, personal tornadoes <laughs> way to say <laughs> on the on the legislation <laughs> side and yeah. what you've accomplished uh, you know I think though this year there's a lot of people probably watching this that are much more aware of dense breast, uh, issues than they were even last year. Uh, Katie, Katie Kirk's, uh, situation, uh, although extremely, uh, you know, empathetic towards her for her breast cancer. Um, she also has driven a conversation and awareness Mm -hmm. that uh, might seem like overnight success in awareness, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not. There's 18 no. years and 38 <laughs> states of things that have been accomplished to do this. The kind of work that you and Nancy have done allowed companies like us to focus on creating new technologies specifically for this. And those, th- I think that that has made a huge a huge difference. So I think. We're in a uh, fortunately uh, growing landscape of things that lets us lets us uh, talk more about breast density, about the need for new technologies, and so I'm I'm curious for you, what's your main objective right now? What do you What do you most want to accomplish uh, right now with with your organization, your team, the people that? Uh, that you work with? Well,
1: that's a a real good question, Mark. Uh, Our main objective now is to make sure that the legislation that we passed previously, four years ago, gets implemented. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge thing because uh, we've done, and many people have done a lot of work to bring us to this point. Mm -hmm. But the FDA has held up some things. Mm -hmm. And uh, the new rule we're waiting on to change the MQSA which is the Mammography Quality Standards Act? Uh, that uh, it, that is the crux of the matter. We need to have this implemented, mm-hmm. and once we do that, we feel as though we really, really have done a lot of work. Us and other adv- advocates yeah. also.
0: Yeah, I know. One of the things that I think about a lot, and of course, you know, I'm on the industry side. I'm mm-hmm. on the corporate side, but one of the things I think about a lot is. With notification laws, with awareness of breast density, um, with uh, with the current performance of technology, um, it really requires a synergistic uh, effort that industry has to has to be in as well. Sure. So I, I think one of the things that's that is really I uh, have a lot of empathy for radiologists because when uh, when it comes to serving dense breast patients. Um, there's there's flaws in the existing yes, options. Is. And so so that's what drove us uh with Softview and this technology to create a a technology for dense breast screening. Yes. Because you know, the current gold standard mammography misses about half the cancers exactly. in, in women with dense breasts. Forty percent of women have dense breasts. So if we're gonna really change that uh, position, mm-hmm. you know, we, we feel strongly that, that we need to uh, have every dense breast woman screened. Yes. You know, so Absolutely. that we can, we can help them understand where they are in their life right. uh, as rapidly as possible. So, so the situation yes. you and Nancy went through uh, doesn't,
1: doesn't, doesn't happen.
0: happen. And, and, um, but so I think there's a, there's a great collaboration opportunity here. Those things don't happen though, unless there's a kind of catalyst Mm -hmm. and uh so a a catalyst is uh exactly what uh what you and uh nancy had accomplished um so what do you what do you think are the maybe biggest challenges going forward you have additional legislation getting that implemented what what sort of things do you see as biggest challenges
1: i would say mark the biggest challenge going forward would be implementation uh, not only we, the law that was passed, national law that was passed, but implementation, meaning the screening facilities to implement mm-hmm. this process into their daily routine. Mm-hmm. That is difficult because yeah. that's teaching an old dog a new trick <laughs> in a sense. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: And um, it's always hard to change. Yeah, But that's where ingenuity comes in. Yeah. That's where things get invented because yeah. of change. Yeah. Uh, s- such a soft view. And um, yep. yeah, it, it. there are problems yeah. that need to be resolved, no question, yeah. but you can't stop. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that uh, we, we get this law, this national presidency law uh, implemented into our country. And, yeah. you know, there's countries all around the world that Nancy spoke at, my wife. And in uh, Japan, and Italy, and France, and and uh, Puerto Rico, and Canada, and, and Australia, and they are all hungry for something like, yeah. Delphinus. Yeah, and, yeah, we hear uh, that all the time. Uh, it's it's amazing. <laughs> so and that's why I really feel strongly about teaming up, yeah, uh, yeah. with you and. Uh, because I know this is something yeah. different, and it works
0: well. Well, thank you, and uh, that's why that's why we did it. And um, you know, I think a uh, one of my favorite sayings is a well defined problem is nearly solved. Hmm. So uh, you certainly did uh, society a service in defining this issue. Um, it helps all the people that help with legislation work to solution. It helps industry work to solution, and that's what being the solution is all about. is yeah. defining things yeah. and taking big swings. Um, maybe just one last question. Uh, a lot of people watching uh, this podcast, um, what can people that are watching this podcast do to help? What, what's the number one thing when, when they flip this off on their computer, what do they, or their TV, or whatever they're watching, their handheld device, what can they do today to help be the solution to this?
1: I would say that uh, what the general public could do, the women of this nation, um, they need to recognize the issue. And unless they're told, uh, they don't know. And it's gotta, this is a ground swell. It's a, uh-huh. it's a, a, a ground roots development of information. And uh, this has to be told. It's gotta be an education process. Mm -hmm. which is difficult because it's change. Uh, But I think it'll work. It'll happen because there's a need for it. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to supply something when there's no need for it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna end up with a garage full of equipment. (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. So, you know, really uh, to, to change the MQSA and educate women it's really our goal, Yeah. are you dense? And uh, we're hoping that we could uh, make a change in this world. Well, thank you, for the, the work. Time.
0: Thank you for the work you're doing. Thank, uh, you, thank you for your passion. Uh, we'll help every way we can. I'm, I'm sure people that are watching this will help every way they can as well. Uh, I'd like to just wrap up by saying uh, that what, I, what I said at the very beginning, I can't think of any, societal effort that more embodies uh, what we are doing this podcast for than this. Um, This is about saving lives, about identifying issues and providing new solutions. I really appreciate you watching this. Uh, Joe, I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, hope, Hope you have a great rest of your week and thanks for being here with us at the RCNA.
1: Thank you.